He'll make it all right. Whatever you want. God is able. Whatever you need. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Matt. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Julify app that you can give your donations and first fruits, uh, grace giving uh, the right app. And uh, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. I always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sources and God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, give uh, the website and on our app, Julify. How are you Father heaven, you come again. Being so thankful for what you've done, what you've gone to do. Celebrate our thankfulness, not only one day a year, but every day of our life, we hold in gratefulness and gratitude to you. I thank God that you put your son, Jesus, to die on the cross. Well, we forever be thankful and grateful for that. Lord, without the shed permission of Bless our sin, Lord, that we would die and be in forever hell and torture and pain and suffering without the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh God, we love you. Bless you, sweet servant, sweet feeble servant that I am, give you strength and power. Hope something that says, bless the word, the blessing of someone under the sound of my voice. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be separate in my sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Continuing on in the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse number 9, this week. Acts chapter 10, continuing in the series, we've been going through, uh, just what I plan on going to do the rest of the year with Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 9, the series, get your acts together. Hopefully something said as we study this found teaching, teaching reach through this word in the series. But uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 9, I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation we do ask you to follow along. This is Peter's vision, last week was Cornelius. This is Peter's vision. Uh, the next day, as they were traveling and nearing the city, Peter went up to pray on the roof about noon. He became all hungry and wanted to eat. But while they were preparing something, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and an object being lowered by its four corners to the earth. Then it were all the four-footed animals and the reptiles of the earth and the birds of the sky. A voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. No, Lord, Peter said, for I have never eaten anything impure and ritually, uh, ritually unclean. Again, a second time, the voice said to him, What God has made clean, do not call impure. This happened three times, and suddenly the object was taken up 
opportunity to happen. Uh, I just want to tag this so money to know this point. Uh, give thanks for that. Give thanks for that. Um, you buy an appliance and it doesn't work after you pay for it, that can be quite irritating. Wouldn't it be? I guess some of us have had that happen before. Uh, it's not a good feeling to know you paid hundreds of dollars for an appliance that does not work. It drives me crazy to think that the folks at the store where I bought my appliance took my money and I received a defective product. Well, Jesus paid it all. He paid for you, paid for me. He shed his blood so for, for you and I. So the last thing he wants to hear is having paid that expensive price for you and me is that we're not working or that we don't feel like doing our job for him today. We should be glad to serve him out of gratitude for the gift of salvation. We should be ever so thankful that he paid it all on the cross. Thanksgiving, we celebrated this past week, is not just one day for the Christian. It is every day of our lives. And we ought to be thankful that God has held things that we do deserve and not given us things that we do uh, do not deserve and not given us things we do deserve. We ought to be very thankful. Grateful. We ought to be uh, uh, so ever presently grateful each day that we don't have to deal with some things that God is holding back from us. But he did offer. He did give us something that we don't deserve. And that is the salvation, the gift of salvation from his son, Jesus Christ. So in this text, this particular text, I just want to turn around and give a historical context of it briefly and quickly. Time would allow me to go really in depth. But the Hebrew, the Jewish people did not eat all food. They did not eat all animals because they were considered unclean. And even after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, those dietary concerns were still on, as some Jews were still practicing not eating of unclean animals. So here, here, here we see Brother Peter going on a rooftop to pray, and he's getting, given a vision. Long story short, uh, in his vision, he's given all these animals in a sheet and sent down from heaven and and if you just read the text as it is, you would think that it's saying that, and what God says is that you may eat anything because we have taken the restriction off the diet. But this not even dealing with dietary concern. It's making use of an analogy for the Jews to say that God is now available for not only the Hebrew people, but also the Gentiles. And heavy as it may be that everybody has access to the salvation of Jesus Christ. Now stay with me, stay with me now. The new church, uh, their efforts were first going to the Jews. They were trying to go 
and, and get as many Jews saved and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because remember, the Jews still believed that the Messiah was still yet to come. So that was the first century church mandate when Jesus gave the great commission and said, Go ye therefore teach all nations. He was telling them, Go tell everybody. But the Jewish people had not, the Jewish uh, leaders, so to speak, of the church have not gained or gathered that intimate knowledge and understanding that everybody is inclusive with everybody that Jesus is talking about. So you have uh, Paul and Peter. Peter went to the Jew first. He and John the disciples, and now Peter being the first quote-unquote uh, pastor leader of the first century church has now has to go and understand that everybody has a right to the tree of life. And he has to sign off on the Gentiles receiving salvation. <laughs> so hence all this layering of these Gentiles being in uh, integral parts, the integral parts of the scripture from last week, Cornelius, the Gentile. He's the, 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 the centurion. Gentile. Very important cog in the dispersing of the gospel in that area. Here we are, Peter is going to the Gentile. He's given a trans, put in trans, given a vision of everybody is has access to Jesus the Christ. I just want to twist this around a little bit to put some gratitude in. I may have to do this in two parts, but uh, thank God that Peter received this uh, in the text. Go to the Gentiles through the use of the analogy of the unclean animal, because the Jews consider the Gentiles to be unclean. So they had no dealings with the Gentiles. But here, you see what God has made clean, do not call impure. So everybody has a chance to be uh, saved in Christ. And I just want to pick some things out that Peter was doing that will help us today. Uh, because of the access, we have thanksgiving uh, every day of our life uh, because of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. And there's some things in there I just want to lift up that will help us in our demons. And again, I'm going to make summarize these into two parts, but there's just some things that help us understand the magnitude of Jesus being accessible for everybody. While, while we do need to understand what he's done, what he's still doing in life of our people, in life of his people, we need to continue to do certain things um, each and every day to maintain uh, right relationship with Christ. Yes, he made it open for all Gentiles, which we are Gentile because we are non-Jewish, but adopted in to the family of Christ. Well, let's look at what Peter did. Peter provides us to a few things uh, that will help us to keep on being thankful even past this week. And it says in verse 9, the next day as they were traveling and nearing the city, Peter went up to pray. <laughs> so first we look at prayer is good. Prayer to God is good. Prayer to God is good. Since he 
die for us saved we ought to be thankful. We ought to have enough sense to pray to talk to him about everything going on in our life. I told you last week that a dedicated prayer life is a sign of a dedicated Christian. Christian life is full of prayer. has power in it. We pray. We know God still answers prayer. Matter of fact, prayer ignites angelic action on our behalf. If you start praying, the heaven leans down our direction, our way, and says, what are they talking about now? Because it matters that the Bible talks about uh, your prayer life being strong in your spiritual battle that takes place on a daily basis. And it's our choice if we want to start believing that our prayers create activity in the spiritual realm and influence that influence the physical realm. I, and I believe that you you choose what you want. I, I believe that that when you pray the spiritual, that affects the physical. But sometimes you have to ask, do you believe your prayers have a spiritual impact? Yes, they do. Sometimes that's why so many saints are being so dead and dead that they, they don't pray. They're not praying like they are. It has a spiritual effect on us. Prayer, prayer is a weapon that attacks and, and, and defeats the spiritual forces of evil. See, I tell you all the time, we want to spend our life uh, in defense. We should be on the offense. We should be looking for that old enemy and attacking him. Fight back against the spiritual forces of darkness. Yeah, that's a that's a dark spirit. When people, I tell you, when people don't think you're gonna make it, that's a dark spirit. But they don't understand you are prior one. That's why you're still making it because your prayers have power. <laughs> Yes, yes, brothers and sisters, when you pray, some things don't change. Some things uh, are going to happen. Your worship gets a little better. Your, your praise gets a little sweeter when, when you pray. Peter went up to this roof to pray, as he ought to, or often do at the hour of noon. Secondly, we listening for the voice of God is good. Verse 14, 13, a, a voice uh, said to him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Peter said, no, Lord. <laughs> I don't want to eat anything unpure and literally unclean. That's what he took it as. But we ought to listen. How do you know when the voice of God is talking to you? Well, when you read the Bible and pray, God will tell you what He'll tell you what He wants you to do, what He wants you to to know. First, we must be we, we, to hear God's voice. We must belong to God. Well, a lot of folks run around here talking about they say they heard the Lord. They ain't no business, no 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 more even closer to God. Proclaiming to hear God is all out of whack. Jesus said in John 10, 27, said, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. 
Yeah, you, you, you feel God will work through the Holy Spirit, through our conscience, through, through circumstances, through exhortations of other people. But, 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 but we compare all of that to the Spirit, the Spirit of the Scripture. And you can learn to recognize God's voice. He will never tell you to go against His Word of God. That's how you know. That's why you got to be careful when people are talking to you, telling, telling you all sorts of this and matters of that. It, it goes against the Scripture. It goes against the Word of God. And then lastly, uh, obeying God is good. Yes, yes, my brothers and sisters, 15. Again, a second time the voice said to him, What is made clean, do not call impure. Verse 16 merely says this happened another three times to confirm what God was trying uh, to get him to understand. So we got to have the final word in our mind is that what God says. If he says it, it is what it is. If he says it, it is what it is. But as I told you previously, obeying God makes all the difference in the life of a Christian. Praying, listening, obeying. Praying, listening, Obeying, praying, listening, obeying. This is the main activity of the church. Praying, listening, and obeying. Praying, listening, and obeying. And true obedience. Flows from a heart of gratitude for the grace we have received from the Lord. Yes, and thank God for that. Give thanks for that, that He decided a long time ago to help us in our journey. Give thanks for that, that a long time ago, he thought enough of us to give us a way to reconcile with God. Because God rewards obedience, and obedience to God proves our love. For if you love him, you will obey and obedience to God demonstrates faith. Because if you believe in Him, you surely will obey. Thank God, my brothers and sisters, beloved, that we give thanks for that. Understand, Peter mistook it for 
eating and killing animals. But no, no, God was merely saying that I died for everybody. So give thanks for that. I died for the whole world, the Jews and the Gentiles, red, black, and white. We're all precious in his sight. He died for us so that we may have a chance for eternal life. And I hope I'm saying something that can give somebody some encouragement. I hope I'm saying something that will cause somebody to hang on in there a little while longer. Don't you throw in the towel. Don't you quit. Because God is on our side. Thank God for that. That should be some evidence of your thankfulness in your life. There should be evidence of your steadfast commitment to being grateful to the Lord because the winds may blow. Sometimes the storm clouds will rise and roll in your life. But if you hang on in there, hang on to faithfulness, hang on to hope, and definitely give thanks to God. He will work everything all right. Because over 2,000 years ago, he died on a hill called Calvary. He died for you and me. And thank God that he died and rose again so that my days could be a little brighter. My steps could be a little higher. He died and rose again. And thank God for that. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. But be sure to give him thanks for all he's done. Not getting presents on Black Friday, even Cyber Monday. But the present of he died and rose again. Say yes, because he got up on a Sunday morning. Say yes. Cause he did it for us, and won't he do it? Didn't he do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus, pardon of your sins. If you would like to get to know him better. Uh, and get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer Jesus I need you in my life I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God. 
and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac. Country, I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it. Out.